Hello and welcome to another installment of the Sports Handicap Podcast. I'm your host, Shobi Nati. I am solo this week. And this week, like always, NFL 2018 Talk Week 10. I'm going to go through the scores, highlight a few games. And I want to touch on the Carmelo Anthony situation that's going on down in Houston. The Houston Rockets are already talking about releasing him. But let's go through these scores. The Panthers, Thursday night, lost to the Steelers, 52-21. That was a rout. He got ugly early. Um, Panthers scored first. Really quick, 7-0. And then the Steelers just start pouring it on. Uh, Camp threw a really senseless pick early in the first quarter, I think. Uh, second or third possession. And I think that derailed the whole team. Um, it was really no contest at all. I think the Steelers are just in a groove offensively. They played pretty good defense. The defense is getting a little bit better. The Redskins topped the Buccaneers 16-3 yesterday. It was, uh, it was an okay game. The Chiefs keep rolling. They beat the Cardinals 26-14. The Bills put a stomp it on the Jets 41-10. The Jaguars lost to the Colts. Colts have been playing better. Uh, Andrew Luck is starting to find or look like the old Andrew Luck. Um, I'm glad to see him bounce back from this last couple of years of injuries and just going through some things mentally. Uh, it's good to see that. I really like Andrew Luck. The Bears, my team, Chicago Bears, beat the Lions 34-22. This game really wasn't that close. I think the Bears took their foot off the pedal later on and kind of plays a prevent defense later. Uh, once they went up really big, by over 20 points. And Lions came back a little bit, but it really wasn't a threat at all. Strabinski played pretty good. Khalil Mack got a couple of sacks in that game also. The Saints, oh, they put a whooping on the Bengals. Oh I thought this would be a tougher game. By the way, the Saints won 51-14. The Bengals have been playing pretty good this season. And I thought they would play better at home. I'm not sure if I thought they would win the game. But I thought they at least had a shot to keep it close for a certain time period. They are really on the roll. Drew Brees is an MVP candidate. I think it's between him and Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, they are rolling, man. Rolling, rolling. Oh, here's a shocker. The Titans beat the um, Patriots 34-10 in Tennessee. Um, the Patriots look really old yesterday. They're missing Gronk. Edelman went out with an ankle injury or something like that. But... They just look slow and old. Tom had like 20 um, incompletions. That's not him. That shows you it's, it's the, the end is here. And I hope he's considering hanging him up instead of being one of those guys who just don't want to lead the field. A few Hall of Famers were like that. Just played and played and played to the team. Basically had to get rid of him. He said he wants to play the 45, so I don't know. Maybe after this year, it's going to be tough for them to even... Uh, I can see them being bounced down the first round, depending on who they play, but they look really old. I think it's time to move on. The Browns, they shocked the Falcons yesterday. Falcons are up and down, but the Browns, they played pretty good. Baker Mayfield played really well. That was a pretty good game. The Chargers stomped the Ravens 20-6. Um, that's, that was kind of expected. I don't know about them in the playoffs. I think they're a good team. I don't know how far they'll go. It's a lot of people that are on the bandwagon of the Chargers. I think Phillip can get it done to a certain extent, but in those big moments, he'll throw you a couple of picks, and that has been true over the years. The Rams beat the Seahawks 36-31. This was a good game. Seahawks are playing better than I expected due to a lot of players they lost, but the Rams, they're a good team. But I believe they can be had. I'm not sure they're going to come out of the NFC, man. It's a few teams, I think, that can derail them. That game against the Saints last week, I see some deficiencies in that secondary, the Rams defense. That front four is pretty good, but that secondary can be had if you have a 
a formidable quarterback that can read defense as well, and he has a decent offensive line. That would be a problem for the Rams. Packers beat the Dolphins 31-12, and that was kind of expected. Aaron Rodgers was doing his thing. This is a shocker. The Cowboys beat the Eagles Sunday Night Football. That was a, a good bounce-back win for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm still not on that bandwagon at all. Skip Bayless, he was just so happy that they won, and a lot of Cowboy fans that I know, they're like, oh, yeah, we're back. Or, you know, they felt good for the win, but I'm like, this means nothing. To me, this really didn't mean anything. I don't see really any improvements other than they gave the ball to Ezekiel uh, Elliott like they should have been doing. Maybe they their record wouldn't be as bad. They probably would have won a couple of more games maybe. But I still see them as an average team. I don't see them as uh, world beaters like some have predicted in the beginning of the season like they would win the division. I never saw that because I'm not a believer in Dak Prescott like that. If he was somewhat of a formidable quarterback, he doesn't even have to be a level. If he was a consistent B, B-plus, I think they could do some damage, but he's been having issues. And tonight, I don't know who wants to watch this. Football, the Giants versus the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to touch on um the Bears. I am a Chicago Bear fan. I want to just... uh give this uh, Mitchell Trubisky report a little bit. He looked good. He played within himself this week, more so than last week. He was confident. He was throwing the ball with conviction. What I mean by that, more surety, understanding the plays more, understanding where his receivers are supposed to be. He even audibled out of a few plays during the game, which is encouraging. He's getting a handle on the offense, and he's getting really, really familiar. I was a little taken aback by the lack of touches by Jordan Howard, the running back for the Bears. I still think they need to implement him in some games, man, because I'm looking at the postseason, you know, throwing that ball in the postseason. Yeah, teams are doing it more, but you have to think about the elements. You know, if it's raining or if it's snowing, you know, and it's bad outside, you don't want to be throwing that ball that many times. I'm glad that the offense is is becoming a world oil machine. I'm starting to see how it's flowing. Nagy is really good at that. He's cut down on some of those misdirection plays, and he's shortening the package, which is good. And I'm sure he's going to always have these these trick plays or these, like I say, these crazy misdirection plays, which I'm really not a fan of as much as he uses them. But I can see this offense doing some really good things. But I do want him to implement Jordan Howard more. I think it's necessary, especially in the playoffs. We have to have some semblance of a run game because I do not want, I don't know how others feel about this, but I don't want Trubinsky throwing that ball all those times. I'm, <laughs> I'm not quite sure or I trust him that much to throw that ball that many times it's only a select few guys who I trust to throw that ball like that and they're Hall of Famers already so but he's not there he has so much to learn I believe that run game will keep him clean keep him comfortable keep him secure if we have to win because Mitchell Trubinsky is throwing the ball I think that's a bad recipe for the Chicago Bears at this particular point of his career he's not ready for that yeah, I know he wants the pressure on his back. He wants that responsibility, but he's not ready for that. He doesn't, he, he's just not ready for that. He has to go through a couple of years before he gets to that point. The Carmelo Anthony thing I want to touch on. <sighs> Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony, Syracuse alum. I remember he was drafted by Denver Nuggets almost 14, 15 years ago. He's having issues. He just signed with Houston in offseason. 
Uh, he was a free agent from Oklahoma City. Thunder, he was down there, I think, one or two years. He was down there for a minute, a couple of years, I think. And he's just falling off. Um, I think he's going through some things. You know, he came out with LeBron and all those guys. He's from that elk. Him and LeBron are really close. Carmelo was a formidable scorer in the league. But I never saw him as a leader or anything like that. To me, he's lazy on defense. He never wanted to become an adequate defender. And that was a problem for me. He's just a, to me, he's just a selfish scorer. And I'm not saying that to demean the guy, but that's what he has shown us over the years, over his career. Um, when I see him play, it's never within the offense. It's really just playground play. Carmelo's not that type of guy that you can build around like that. He needs another alpha, and he could be that number two or an instrumental part to a championship team back in the day. But now he's on Houston. Houston went to the Western Conference Final. They lost a couple of pieces, important pieces. But I believe Houston wants to let him go mainly because I think he wants more time or he just doesn't play defense. I, his body language has been very negative there. Like he's in no man's land. And, you know, it's, it's just to me, and I've spoken to, I've spoken to Alon about this, it just wasn't a good mix. It just wasn't. Houston, honestly, I don't really understand or know where he can fit in on any NBA team at this particular point. He's always been a subpar player to me. People have argued me down. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Wow, 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 this and that. Carmelo's this. He is a, he's a superstar. Carmelo's not a superstar. He's a star in the league, man. I've told people this. I said, do you know what that super on the front of that star means? That represents leadership. Is Carmelo a leader? No, he's not. He never has been. And this is not a knock on Carmelo Anthony, but he just isn't built that way. I love when people talk and they really don't understand the game. And, oh, y'all know what you're talking about. This, this, and that, and that. And then later on, when the point I made earlier about a player or whatever, they're not man enough to come back and say, you know what, man, I didn't see it, but you was right. You were right. And I don't look for that. It's just that shows me the character of that man. It's like, man, when you strongly emphasize certain things and you're wrong about it, be a man and be like, you know what? I was wrong, man. Put the pride down and come on, just, you know, come holler at me, you know? Because I, like I said, I've seen this for years with Carmelo. I, he's never been really one of my favorite players. I never really was a fan because of the way he plays. People see him a certain way, and that's fine. But don't try to argue me down and tell me he's something when I know he's not. And it's being proven that he's not. But I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know which team will pick him up. I'm sure someone may pick him up. But he's at the end of his career right now. I think the brother's going through some things emotionally. He doesn't seem to be loving basketball anymore. He's just out there traveling and, and Maybe he doesn't want to go home. I don't know. And, you know, but I think it's time for him to hang it up. And I think maybe that's what he's feeling like. He's never probably going to get a ring. And I think it's probably, you know, just it's bothering him to a certain extent. Like I said, I wish him well. But in my eyes, he's not a Hall of Famer. A lot of people get on me about that, too. But in my eyes, he's not. He's not my type of Hall of Famer. He doesn't represent Hall of Fame to me, what he has displayed over his career. 
seems like a nice guy. Seems like a cool guy to talk to, sit down and talk to. But as far as his play on the field and, and on the court and what I've seen of Carmelo over the years, I don't see it, y'all. I wish I could, but I just don't. And Houston is – I believe they're going to release him within the next week or so, maybe a couple of days or so, who knows. But they're disappointed in him. I was reading today and yesterday. I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just – this is his fifth team in three years. That's a lot. You can't be a Hall of Famer doing that, man. Five teams in three years. Something's going on. I remember for a while before he came to OKC, they were asking him would he be willing to come off the bench. And he was like, he wasn't having it. And I think he is just now open to coming off the bench when he went to Houston. I think that was part of the reason why they were going to pick him up, if he would be willing to come off the bench. Like I said, at this point, I think it's more money driven for uh, Carmelo because he went to Houston because he wanted them to pick up his option and so he can continue to get that money. He had a chance to go to the Bulls a few years ago, and he wanted the max in, in, in New York. At the time, it seemed as if he was more money-driven than career-driven, and it cost him, I think. You can't be mad at someone who wants to get paid and take care of their family and sure up their bank account, but this is the other side of that. He's a journeyman, potential Hall of Famer at this point. Like I say, man, I wish you well, Melo. I don't know. Who's going to pick you up? Where are you going to go from here? Hopefully, you can latch on with a team and possibly get a ring, man. Um, maybe uh, Golden State could use you. Look at maybe going to Philly, coming off the bench in Toronto. I think that would be helpful. I think that would help them a lot. But, Melo, you have to want to play defense, man. You have to give effort, man. And I haven't seen you wanting to play defense at all, man. But that will conclude the Sports Hennia show this week. I am your host, Shobinati. Once again, you can find me on Facebook at Shobinati, and on Twitter at CNati, and on Instagram at CNati3130. I will see you all next week. Peace.